0: This is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is uh, Sarah Bird. Uh, she's with Ubiome, letter U. Her website is B I O M E dot com. And uh, she told me, congratulations, that her title just changed a few weeks ago to Vice President of Product Technology. So uh, Sarah, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to talk to you guys. I've done a lot of podcasts with uh, microbiome-related companies, but I know Ubiome is one of the older Oldest and biggest, mm-hmm. so I'm glad to talk to you. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So tell me, um, what's the premise of Ubiome? You know, maybe when it started, and what's the premise now? What's the whole goal of the company? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So at Ubiome, um, our you know our mission is to advance the science of the microbiome and make useful products to improve human life. Um, and we, as you said, have been around since um, 2012. Um, advanced products in a few different areas. That um, you know, I'd love to talk about more. Um, you know, we've been around actually since 2012, and since that time, we have been collecting data on the human microbiome and have amassed the world's largest data set on the human microbiome, which is over 250,000 samples and counting.
0: Oh wow, that's a lot. So we, you know, before we get into the specific products, what insights mm-hmm. can can you share about what you've learned about the microbiome?
1: Yeah, there's, you know, so many um, different things that you can learn about the microbiome. Um, As a, you know, as myself, uh, a consumer of um, our Explorer products and someone who's, you know, interested in, um, you know, manipulating my diet and learning about the microbiome, you can really um, learn a lot just about um, how the microbiome plays a role um, in just how it processes the food that gets into your gut. You can also learn a lot about um, how the microbiome um, is associated with different kinds of conditions, which is something we offer on our uh, clinical products. Um, but getting back to you know what we were founded on, we we began as a citizen science um, company, and so the idea was you know we can learn a lot about the microbiome if we have enough data to support that. And so as we collect more and more data, we get a lot more information about how the microbiome is related to different conditions, whether or not they're conditions associated with human disease or just diet and lifestyle. So through our Explorer product, for example, we collect samples on uh, not just the gut, but also genitals, skin, nose, and mouth. And through that data set, we're able to collect what we call um, reference ranges or healthy ranges, because in parallel, we also ask a lot of really detailed survey questions to our users. So we can ask people different questions like, what is their um, fitness levels? What is their current diet? What are their sleep patterns? What is their work patterns? What are their stress levels? And when we pair that metadata with the sequencing data and learn about the types of microbes in their sample, we can learn a lot more detailed information about how the microbiome uh, changes um, and is associated with different states of you know health, wellness, and um, different uh, conditions.
0: So I know you know some of what you learned is proprietary, but what mm-hmm. can you disclose? What have you learned? what trends have you seen you know that would be really interesting to you or you think really helpful to people that are you know considering uh, testing your microbiome to see what
1: it's about. Yeah. So what we're doing a lot now um, on our Explorer product is we're adding a lot more we call data stories. Um, And so we have different stories related to um, gluten sensitivity, for example, um, or vitamin synthesis. And so what you can do as a Explorer user is you can order a sample or you can order a few different sample or different kits, I should say, and uh, you can sample your gut or, like I mentioned, another site in your body and see how your microbiome profile changes over time and how the microbes that are related to, for example, gluten sensitivity um, would be affected over time. Um, we also have stories on lactose intolerance, um, artificial sweeteners. So I can give you just a little bit of uh, an example um, for an experiment I did on myself recently. Uh, I did a 30-day ketogenic diet. Um, I'm personally, you know, interested in uh, doing a little bit of biohacking on myself when I can. So I took a uh, Explore kit um, at day zero, and then again, 30 days post a ketogenic diet. And interestingly, I saw a very large spike in bacteria that are known to process uh, to be um, found in the guts of those who consume a lot of artificial sweeteners. And before I did the ketogenic diet, I really stayed away from, you know, diet sodas and other things. But on the ketogenic diet, you can't eat any sugar, but you do tend to um, throw in some artificial sweeteners here and there, uh, or at least some people do. Uh, and so I saw a large increase um, in bacteria associated with artificial sweeteners. And so we have a lot of other types of stories around there. Um, a lot of people, for example, are interested in probiotics um, and how those impact your um, uh, gut microbiome. So for example, if you just want to know, all right, I'm going to try out this probiotic brand that I've seen um, in, you know, Walgreens or, you know, somewhere off the shelf. I want to know if it's working. You can then track your gut microbiome over time um, and see if you can actually see those probiotics, um, you know, having an impact on your gut or if they're actually showing up in your gut microbiome.
0: So what's the reason that most people will get your kits? Is it for the reasons you stated or are they telling you it's other reasons like they want to try to lose weight
1: yeah or, so you know. yeah that's a really really great question so it really depends on the type of kit so um, again I'll go back to the explorer the explorer user is it's really for you know health and wellness um, and different lifestyle factors that you know you're interested in learning about how these different components have an impact on your gut microbiome or you're interested in learning about the gut microbiome. Like I mentioned, we have a lot of stories. Um, All the stories are rooted in science. Um, At Ubiome, we have a lot of scientists who work here and we basically, all our research is, is backed by science. We try to publish um, as much as we can uh, on all our products and also on all of our research that we do. And so for the Explorer user, uh, all of our, um, information on the gut microbiome or the other areas of the microbiome and how they are associated uh, with different foods. They're all backed by the scientific literature. And now, on the clinical side, um, we have two products. One is Smart Gut, uh, which we launched in the fall of 2016, and that focuses on um, chronic gut conditions uh, such as IBD and IBS or ulcerative, me, ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. And then we also have Smart Jane, which was launched in the fall of 2017. And that looks at um, sexually transmitted infections such as gonorrhea and chlamydia or mycoplasma genitalium, which is associated with infertility. And Smart Jane also looks at uh, genotypes for HPV, which um, the high-risk types of HPV are known to um, be related to cervical cancer And then there's low-risk HIV types that are known to cause genital warp. We also look at the uh, overall microbiome profile of the vagina and whether or not it's linked to certain conditions such as bacterial vaginosis. And so uh, we have kind of different types of users. So so for users that have maybe had chronic gut issues and they don't understand what's happening, uh, a test like SmartGut would be right for them. They can order a kit. It's fairly convenient to use. You get your results that they are sent to both your doctor um, and the patient. And you can go through the results of your doctor and understand um, how, certain, um, why, how and why certain bacteria in your gut may be um, linked to conditions that you might have in your gut. And then you and your doctor can talk about different treatment paths. Um, and the great thing about our kits is that you can do, use them as a monitoring tool. And so you can do longitudinal testing so in other words, you can test your gut multiple times and see if different interventions have had an impact on the levels of the bacteria and whether or not that's affected um, those conditions that you had. And so I also want to emphasize that on our clinical side, um, our clinical tests, both SmartGut and smart chain, are doctor-ordered insurance reimbursable tests. So you do need a doctor order for those. But on the Explorer side, which is our health and wellness test, uh, anyone can order those tests over the Internet and those can be sent anywhere in the world as well.
0: Well, all right. so people can get these tests done and they can see a list of bacteria that they have and, you know, the prevalence, mm-hmm. the percentage and all that. But then what do they do with the yeah. information? You know, like if you yeah, have a right. doctor, what kind of a doctor mm-hmm. helps you and what kind of therapies have you seen recommended? I know that you guys probably can't recommend stuff, but what do people yeah. do with the info that you give them?
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, yeah, we definitely cannot recommend anything for um, our patients. Um, But we do um, have a couple different approaches. So uh, we worked very closely um, with our physicians and also built up our physician network um, and created a really comprehensive set of physician guidelines to help our doctors uh, when prescribing this test and how to uh, understand our results and interpret them and really have that conversation with the patient about what the next steps might be. Um, And copies of these guidelines are available um, on our website. Uh, And so, um, you know, we've seen um, our tests used in um, a variety of different ways. Um, We're also launching um, a clinical grant initiative. Um, Our website just launched a couple weeks ago, where we are beginning to engage with more clinicians to conduct different research studies because um, clinicians in different um, environments have patients come to them um, with different, you know, um, complaints, or maybe they have a lot of patients who have IBD or IBS, um, and they want to understand what kind of interventions that they've, been, that they've been prescribing their patients, are these interventions actually working? And the utility of a test like SmartGut is that the doctors can use our tests to um, determine whether or not uh, their treatment guidelines are being effective so whether or not it's just taking a certain type of probiotic to try to increase the levels of the like, good bacteria in their gut and seeing whether or not uh, that changes uh, the conditions the patients have or whether it's just changing you know the overall diet um, or the sort of lifestyle factors um, our tests allow give the do- give doctors a new tool um, in their toolbox to help their patients that have um, you know these underlying gut conditions that they may have had for years.
0: You know, you mentioned several interventions that, you know, are used by doctors, depending on the situation, obviously, but some, it sounds like we'll say, hey, take probiotics and try to get more of a certain bacteria into you. Um, mm-hmm. Others may say, change your diet. Are there other types of interventions that you've seen? that people are trying, you know, whether they work or not, but what else are people doing to uh, try to influence the gut bacteria?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the doctor that um, is prescribing a test. I mean, there are all different kinds of doctors that are using um, smart gut, whether it's GI doctors or internal medicine. So um, I can't comment too closely on what the specific recommendations are, it depends. But some of the ones that we have um, heard about are, um, you know, just overall diet changes away from processed foods and the Western diet to diets that contain more, you know, whole grains and whole vegetables. Um, you know, the literature that we do have out there supports a diet in which you have a lot of fiber. Um, bacteria like to digest fiber and the good bacteria uh, thrive in an environment that's in a, in a high fiber um, diet. So that's usually one of the, the main recommendations for those who are having um, you know, some chronic gut issues and along with other diet changes such as trying to remove some of these processed grains, um, especially if someone might be thought to have a sort of gluten sensitivity or could possibly be celiac. These are the kind of changes that you know doctors might um, implement. Um, and then again, they can use the tool like Smarka to uh, determine whether or not these uh, changes are having an effect.
0: So, with all the samples that you've uh, gathered, are you seeing any trends or interesting things or patterns evolve in people?
1: Um, yeah. So, one of the things that we're working on now are doing some sort of longer-term clinical outcome studies. So, now that we've you know, collected lots of samples, both from smart gut patients and SmartGene patient patients, uh, along with um, you know our very large Explore data set, um, we're now teasing apart you know the conditions and associations found within that data set and trying to bring forward some exciting publications in the coming year. Uh, We have a pretty large uh, team that uh, has background in bioinformatics and machine learning to be able to tease apart our, our data set and come up with new associations along with what's already known and being published every day in the literature. We also have a, a data curation team who helps us comb through microbiome literature and, and learn about all the new and exciting um, technologies and findings um, in the microbiome space. So, you know, with that approach, we are, um, you know, in the pipeline coming up with some um, new long term studies to get more data and also um, some new publications that'll um, reveal some exciting new associations on the microbiome and, and um, different associations with human conditions.
0: Yeah, so what's uh what's ahead for you, biome over the next uh, six months or a year? What products are you going yeah. out go with or what direction are you taking stuff?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of projects that um are that we've been working on and are in the pipeline. Um one of the big ones is um a patented technology we have called precision sequencing. Um and so with microbiome sequencing Um, For years, a lot of the sequencing has relied on sequencing a single specific gene in bacteria that's very well conserved called Dixina. This has been a really great technology and and technique um, because it allows us to determine the different bacteria that are present in a sample. And it's been really the gold standard in in microbiome testing, um, at least beyond um, culture-based microbiome techniques. And so what we've done is. Uh, combined 16S sequencing with metagenomic sequencing and with metagenomic sequencing you can sequence all of the DNA in a sample so it's another way to not just tell you who is in your sample but what are they doing because you can look at different genes so for example you could identify um, gene in a specific bacteria for a certain kind of antibiotic resistance And you can imagine that kind of information can be really powerful when someone is trying to, a doctor is trying to establish uh, what kind of treatments to give to a patient. And so with this precision sequencing, we are combining the 16S uh, gold standard technology with this metagenomic sequencing to get a more complete picture about who is in the sample. And this goes beyond just bacteria. We can also learn about if there are different viruses or yeast. Um, other types of fungi um, in a patient sample. So we're um, really excited about about that technology that's upcoming. Um, another um, uh, project that we've been working on uh, that launched pretty recently, but we are um, actively working on this to improve it even more is our uh, web results for SmartGut. And so I, I did mention that we like to uh, use our tests as uh, monitoring tools and get a lot of longitudinal data. And that's where the real power in the microbiome testing comes from, is if you can monitor your own sample or your own gut over time, you can learn a lot of information about how your microbiome responds. Um, and so when we're entering this world of precision medicine, um, because of uh, a space like the microbiome, it's so complex, it's interacting with your own you know, genomics um, and all the other environmental factors in your body. Uh, Being able to uh, study your own microbiome over time is a lot of value. And so we've launched a feature that allows our patients to monitor the levels of the different bacteria and other targets in their gut over time. And then they can really track and learn how the different um, diet or other interventions that they've done have changed uh, these levels. And so we have a really uh, nice interface on our website that our users can use um, right now.
0: Right. and when someone orders one of your kits, uh, how mm-hmm. long does it take once they? Uh, how long does it take them to get the kit? How long does it take once they send in the sample for them to get their results mm-hmm. back?
1: Yeah, a great question. So, um, when they order a kit online, um, they can just go to uh, ubiom.com and and order one of our uh, clinical uh, tests, which will put them in touch with a doctor to get a clinical order, or they can order an explore kit and order directly from our website. The kits usually arrive at their home um, within a few days. And then we usually recommend that you, you know, store your kit in your bathroom until you're ready to take a sample. The kits are really convenient to use for um, Smart Gut or for any um, Explore kit with a, you know, a gut tube. All you have to do is take a simple swab of your toilet paper and return the swab into one of our tubes. That tube then is placed in a mailer that gets sent back to our lab within a few days. And then within two weeks or less, Uh, the customer will receive their results by email all they have to do is make an account um, on our website and for the clinical test their doctor will also get a copy of their results and they can then have a conversation with their doctor um, to go over their results Um, on the explore side there's some really exciting features where they can look at um, their microbiome and how it compares to um, other users in our large database
0: i got you are there a lot of doctors that you see that are? asking for a microbiome to look at it, or is it that the patients have to say, hey, you know, take a look at this and make them, make the doctors aware of it? What are you seeing out there?
1: We're seeing a little bit of both, and that's, um, you know, a really interesting area, and so that's one of the things we're, you know, looking into is microbiome, it's not a standard of care, but it's going that way. Um, And we have a lot of doctors who are regularly uh, prescribing smart But then we also have, you know, teams where um, on the uBiome side, where we are reaching out to doctors and having these conversations and um, trying to understand how they might use one of our kits in their practice. Um, And then on the patient side, we have a lot of patients and customers that are just really curious about, what's going on in their bodies and like to take control of their own health. And so being able to order the kids themselves is really empowering. Um, and even, you know, on the Explore side, we've had users that have been using Explore for a very long time. And some of them really weren't very healthy. And so when we were able to build a, a clinical microbiome test, um, we had a lot of users switch over to becoming a Smart Gut customers because that gave them a lot more information about, um, you know, how they're, our gut microbiome was related to chronic gut conditions. So we see it on both sides. We see um, more and more doctors um, wanting to use microbiome data um, in their clinic, and a lot more patients and customers that are interested in, you know, empowering their own um, health and figuring out the answers um, to what's going on in their bodies.
0: Very good. So what's the best way for uh, for people to order the kits? You know. At- whether the doctor uh, mm-hmm. guided one or the self explorer one?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if you go to ubiome.com, you can click through our product um, and you'll have separate landing pages for Explore as well as our clinical page. Um, but on the clinical side, we have a very simple landing page that can guide you through the steps for how you would get um, a clinical test ordered and put you in touch with a doctor who can prescribe a test for you as long as you um have meet the, the the correct criteria. And then on the explore page, anyone who has access to um a PayPal account or credit card can order an explore test um on our website.
0: Okay. Well very good. Um any other ways that people can use to get in touch? I know that um you know I'm a subscriber and I get blog
1: mm-hmm.
0: articles from you mm-hmm. guys periodically which are really interesting. Yeah. Uh, any recommendations for people to interact or collaborate or ask questions?
1: Yeah, I would definitely recommend checking out our blog. We have a lot of really uh, exciting articles that are coming out. Um, Our Twitter page is also pretty active and and links to um, our blog posting. Uh, And we have a really great customer service department. So if there ever are any questions uh, that your listeners have, they can contact um, them through our website.
0: All right, very good. Well, said. thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You have been listening to Almost Here,